Hello, everybody, and welcome to Industrial Automation. It doesn't have to. In case you're new to the program, I'm Brandon Ellis. I'm your host and also the owner of Elatech. As we jump into the episode for today, I want to ask that you hit that follow button and subscribe button based upon the platform that you're listening on. And if you're listening specifically on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and you enjoy what you hear today, leave us a five-star rating and review. We sure would appreciate it. Now that we've got the marketing out of the way, I just want to say thanks for tuning in. So let's get started. Welcome to Industrial Automation, It Doesn't Have To. Today, the title is Industrial Automation, It Doesn't Have To Be Unfamiliar. So we're going to be talking about a very, very big announcement. Welcome, Beth. Well, thank you, Brandon. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have, and we'll talk about why, I don't have your entry music today. Oh, my goodness. It's okay. I'll, I'll let it go this time. It's we'll, fine. We'll do it twice <laughs> next time. Oh. That, that, that'll work. Thank so you. everyone, welcome to Industrial Automation. It doesn't have to. We've got a fantastic uh, program scheduled for you today. We've got, we've got a visitor today. Yes. Uh, before we jump into that kind of stuff, now for us, today, as of the day we're recording, today is July 1st. Yes. And so we're coming into a holiday weekend, so we're looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, have you absolutely. got big plans for the weekend? Uh, some cookout and do some work around the house, probably. You always work around the house every <laughs> holiday. You're, well, <laughs> you're, you're either a bad holidayer or a great one. I'm not sure. What are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. I, I probably will work. It's for me. We we uh, we heat with wood mm-hmm. in our home, and so uh, not that that it's a greener thing. And we're kind of killing trees to heat, but it's a lot better than paying for electricity. Oh, absolutely, yes. Um, so, I, but you got to yeah, prep a lot. It's a lot of prep, summer. and mm-hmm. so so and the, and the heat of the summer. We're working towards, so I've got some neighbors that have some some trees that are down, and so they are gracious enough to let me go kill myself <laughs> cutting those, those those up into firewood. So that's what I'll probably be doing this July 4th as well as celebrating America. Absolutely, But yes. uh, probably not so many fireworks. No, it's a little dry, I think, yes. for that. <laughs> it's extremely dry. So if those of you in the eastern Tennessee region and the southeast, if uh, just keep in mind, it's dry outside, so... Mm-hmm. So don't uh, don't set your your yard on fire, yeah. but uh, but certainly, uh, you know, God bless America. Let's have a good weekend. That's so, right. well, we've what else have we got going on? We have a huge announcement yes. to make today, yes. and and that leads us to our to our special guest. But let me just say, over the last many many months, uh, we have been working closely with a a fantastic company, a huge behemoth company, and one we're very very privileged to have uh, been able to partner with. And so you're hearing it today, the official announcement, Elatech is now an authorized distributor for Siemens. Woohoo! Yeah, so all of Siemens Automation and Digital Industries products. And our special guest today, I'll let you introduce, Beth. Okay. Our special guest today is Ryan Wood. And Ryan is the East Region Partner Sales Manager for Siemens. He has worked in the electrical and electronic manufacturing industry for more than 20 years. Ryan is highly skilled in business planning, operations management, sales, team leadership, industrial automation, and digitization. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Thank you very much, Beth. Thank you, Brandon. Very glad to be here and part of many successful Elatech podcasts. Yeah. Happy to be here. Thank well, you. Well, thanks for being here, Ryan. Good yes. seeing you. And Siemens is the largest industrial manufacturing 
globally with headquarters located in Munich and branch offices world, worldwide. Ryan, you're located in Atlanta, correct? Yes. Uh, I office in Alpharetta, Georgia, just north of Atlanta. Uh, here in Alpharetta is the home of our U.S. Digital Industries headquarters. Uh, here in the U.S., Siemens has a footprint of over 40,000 employees working with customers in all 50 states. Wow. Wow. Siemens is a technology company focused um, on industry, infrastructure, transport, and healthcare. Elitech and Siemens share the core values of focusing on the customer Absolutely. and empowering customers yep. as they work to transform their individual environments. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I like that we have that the share the same core values. Well, there's a lot of reasons we're going to, I'm going to get into some of those as to why I feel so uh, uh, strongly that this is a great, great partnership between the two companies. Now, uh, I mean, we're, we're Elatech. Again, the privilege is on our side to be associated with, with Siemens. Uh, but uh, they're a behemoth company. And I mean, who hasn't heard right? of the name Siemens? <laughs> and so, um, uh, it's a different thing for us to do. I mean, we, you and I have talked about many, many times how Elitech is kind of a PLC agnostic. We've worked, I've worked with all kinds of PLCs, but over the past few months and getting to, to know Siemens um, and, and probably should shout out to some of the folks on, on our LinkedIn uh, group uh, that other people that I follow, uh, but they, they have over the past few months without knowing this was going on, I've been watching them, listening to them, big Siemens fans. And so it kind of got my attention. And so the, Oh, again, this is Ryan, you've been part of this. This has gone on for the past few months uh, that uh, yeah. it, 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 I've learned a lot. I've learned a whole lot about, about Siemens, Siemens back then and Siemens today. And it's been very impressive. So, so let me just, let me just go back to Ryan, let him, let him kind of take us through that. Well, what we represent specifically here for Siemens is the digital industries, Brandon, mm -hmm. and that's uh, five major business units within digital industries that support industrial manufacturing and industrial productivity. Mm -hmm. um, we have a software organization as a number one global market position, mm -hmm. uh, focuses on product lifecycle management, electronic design automation, uh, manufacturing operations, and also IoT mm -hmm. and low code. So all of that is very productive for Siemens when we match it with the other business units like factory automation, which has another another number one global market position with our automation products and engineering software. Um, you know, it really gives customers dynamic innovations where they can visualize and virtualize their machine production and their product lifecycle uh, before they even put it to application. And then when they do have it in application, they have code ready for it from the design phase. Um, additionally, we have business units in the motion control, which is another number one market position for Siemens globally. These are drives and motors and machine tools, things like additive manufacturing yeah. within this business unit. Um, additionally, we have process automation. This is a strong global player, number two overall for Siemens, and it does process industry software and automation, process instrumentation and analytics. And then we wrap all that up with our customer services business unit. And there we do lifecycle services for our products and our software, but also artificial intelligence and remote services. Our training and service offerings are there for consulting, as well as our digital enterprise services, where you can actually use some of our software without having to be an expert or get a license for it. So I'm very excited about this portfolio and bringing much of it into Elitech with your strong customer base and your engineering expertise. Well, and you can see why it took a few months for, uh, for us to 
evaluate everything because of all these different business units. Because of, I mean, it's no, there's no question Siemens, even even over and above the automation products and services and digital industries. I mean, Siemens is into healthcare. They're into all kinds of things. Um, I once saw a copy machine that said Siemens on it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Siemens we used to make cell phones yeah. and uh, hearing aids. Yeah. So, oh wow! Yeah. So, but but we're not representing the copy machines or the hearing aids. We're representing the automation segment of products. And so, all these business units and all these uh, things are are exciting to me because. For, I mean, our mission statement is to empower our customers to do what's best for them, and that is very much in the same vein of of what Siemens is about. Um, and I will say that during this process, the show of support, the the information, how open they were, and how much. Just really the the people. I'm going to go ahead and do a shout out to to Mr. Butch Martin. Yes. Butch is not on today's, but but Butch and Ryan yes. and and a lot of folks have been really impressive to me mm-hmm. uh, as far as how they've they've listened to our concerns. We didn't we didn't go into this lightly uh, because it's a big decision, and they did not go into this lightly because it's a big equally big decision for them. And so seeing all of these these things, understanding them all, and the capabilities that it allows us to bring as far as impact, making an impact with our customer base is just unbelievable. And so to be able to to do that all under the roof of one one name mm-hmm. is really impressive. It is. Ryan, what impressed you about Elatech to sign us up as a digital industries and controls partner? Oh, here we go. <laughs> well, kudos to Butch and Mike Castle and yeah, many other that kind of opened the door for us here. Um, me, along with, I think, all of Siemens, is very impressed with your leadership and your marketing capabilities. Uh, these podcasts and, and your trainings are certain deliverables that you provide to your market that are pretty unique, and we like that. Um, really, for us, though, is your customer-first approach. Elatech engages customers at their needs level and finds mm-hmm. solution set. It's not about the product they're offering or what's in their back pocket. It's more about how can we help you. And with that, you attack a lot of issues at the MES layer, manufacturing execution system, Mm -hmm. as well as the enterprise layer. So that allows you to do more innovative type solutions, things like industrial edge, maybe IoT, cloud-based MindSphere, and even some unified SCADA applications. So all those are very interesting to us, the fact that you can execute them and that you'd help your customers and you know, up till now, you've been agnostic with your solutions. We're hoping that you'll find Siemens portfolio fits a lot of your customers' needs as we start entering this territory together. Absolutely. So, Brandon, what impressed you about Siemens? Well, I, I guess I kind of already went into that a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> You're going to expand uh, on it a little you bit? Know, so, so for those of you all in the eastern Tennessee uh, area, and, uh, the borders of, you know, into Kentucky, Virginia, North Carolina, we are privileged to say that we can work with you and we'll work with you as your Siemens distributor. But for those in our national audience, I want to get into some of the reasons that I was impressed with them. Honestly, you if you've listened to our podcast, if you're if you're one of our repeat listeners, you've heard a com- first of all, thank you. <laughs> yes, very much thank you. Uh, but you've heard a common uh, a common. Thread? Thread from me, thank you, uh, is cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I take very seriously. Now, I've been involved with IoT for quite a number of years, the development of our, our data commander products and things of that nature. We've, we've, we've talked about that a lot through the podcast. 
Uh, and so Ryan knows that's one of the things that, that I was really asking a lot about with Siemens. How do you all handle this? And, and so one of the things that impressed me the most is, uh, and this kind of goes back to 2010, uh, something that most people probably don't may recognize, but, it, but it, was, uh, it, was, it was really the first national player of, of an attack on the OT side in a cybersecurity standpoint, and, and that was known as Stuxnet. Mm-hmm. And so it was a Siemens system then that was, was overwhelmed. Now, now here's, the, here's the interesting thing. They had the capability to have avoided that with credentials and, and cybersecurity mechanisms. Uh, they were not enabled. Oh. All, I'm going to say all, all the other platforms that we're familiar with, and again, this comes down to my cybersecurity background and us protecting OT and IT and the fact that I don't think you just throw those two together to converge them. Everybody else today is like Siemens was then. They have the capability but it's not – it's an option. Oh. Siemens today – and this directly, Ryan, I think – and by the way, I'm looking at Ryan here yeah. on my monitor. <laughs> you are looking at Ryan here, and Beth is kind of hop, hopping back uh, and I forth. Am. But I'm talking to Ryan. And so, Ryan, um, I think this stems because of the unfortunate uh, event in 2010, the Stuxnet event. But they've – you know, when you're given lemons, you make lemonade, right? And that's what they've done. And so today we fast forward to 2022. Their cybersecurity requirements, and, and it's a requirement now. It's not a you can turn it on if you want to. You have to mean to turn it off, and that is huge because you if have, you're a, go ahead, Ryan, you would have to purposely disable it in today's world. Absolutely, perceive. it's something they take extremely serious, and and honestly, they're leaps and bounds ahead of everyone else in this. It's not even questionable. I mean, really, it's not. The other other people have the capability, but it's not turned on. You have to mean to enable it. And as Ryan's pointed out, now with them, you have to mean to turn it off. Okay. And so it protects the old school and even the new newer OT controls engineers like like me from saying disable the passwords and stuff. We just need to get this machine running. You have to, from the beginning, you have to put in all these credentials. And it requires it. And, and honestly, that's a very wise thing. But it's not so cumbersome. Uh, there's, there's enough thought in it, forethought in it, that it takes – you enter the information in, and then it begins to handle it for you in the background. It's not like you have to do a lot of complex security setups. Oh. You don't have to be an IT network admin or anything like that. It takes care of all that for you. Oh, and, of course, nice. you know that I'm all about – Easy, easy, yeah, easy. Absolutely. <laughs> so those are the things, some of the things with cybersecurity that impressed me, specifically with Siemens. That and the fact that you can, they make all these products and all these different business units, as Ryan's taken us through, when you plug them together, they work. That's nice. Seamlessly, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. So and anyway. in this, it's been over 15 years that we've been focused on industrial control, control system security and operational technology, cybersecurity. Really, Stuxnet was kind of an impetus for force. Uh, you know, we help create the Charter of Trust, which is an organization that brings corporations from many different backgrounds, insurance, supply chain, computers, networking, manufacturing, um, sometimes even competitive uh, companies in to talk about digital economy security and making sure that cybersecurity is at the helm of all of our applications throughout our supply chain. So since we helped create the Charter of Trust, sim- similar organizations have come about. ISA's Global Security Alliance could be one of them. 
And a lot of focus has come to cybersecurity. Even here, a lot of our federal government talk about it and their concerns with it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we started at the product level. Uh, when we get down to product definition, we think of cybersecurity first. All of our digital industries products, and you talked about the big wide portfolio, right? Mm-hmm. They are designed according to a TUV certification of secure product lifecycle. This is an IEC standard 62443-4-1. Look it up. It's very impressive what TUV does and all mm-hmm. Siemens products that you'll be supporting and implementing into the field will have this standard going in. Well, and when you're the number one control globally, when you're the number one controls company globally, you kind of paint a target on your back, right? So, you you know, if you're going to have the most exposure globally, especially from, from national actors, but that also means that anybody that follows what you do is wise to do so because because you're taking the brunt of it and if you can overcome it through your systems then that's something just just like the TV stuff that's just, that's something that that everyone can benefit from certainly about 3 out of every 5 PLCs installed worldwide is a Siemens brand PLC so we have a lot of experience here you know here in the US we see that a lot of uh, control system engineers who do venture into Siemens and look at Siemens are very impressed. They offer a new level of uh, security and openness and capability to their customers that they support. Um, you know that also helps us when we look at how open the TIA portal is. So, a lot of times when people looked at Siemens in the past here in the U.S., they thought about us as the old S5 or Step 7. And mm-hmm. we really have an opener platform now, which is making headways here in the U.S. with all of the people that look into it and all the new applications that we're able to do. And we're excited about what Elitech can bring to that as well. Well, you, you Bruce, so you bring up a good point. So so as I've been going through these these last few months, I've been talking with, and, and to all you all that are listening, you, you probably are like, oh, now that's why he was asking me. <laughs> so I was very nonchalantly asking folks about, you know, what kind of PLCs have you used and that kind of stuff. And it was very interesting uh, asking them about the other brands, you know, the, the, the Rockwells, all that kind of stuff. You, you kind of get a lukewarm, yeah, yeah, I've used it, or yeah, it's all right, that kind of thing. But with Siemens – it was very hot or very cold in the response, right? And so they either love, love, loved it or, or, or not so much. And, and so it was very intriguing to me as to why. And so it, it brought on a lot of conversations between, between you and I and, and, and Butch and Mike and all these different ones uh, about um, why would that be? What's the psychology behind that? And, and I think you hit the nail on the head. Siemens has been – very much developing their product over the past decade, decade and a half. And that includes their software. And TIA Portal is all I know at this point because it's been around, you know, it's the newest. And so tell us a little bit about TIA Portal and what that means. It's an acronym. We love acronyms here. Yes. But go ahead and give us give us the, the 411 on that. Uh, TIA is totally integrated automation. I think Siemens coined it back at turn of the century, 2000. Um, And from that, uh, we started to realize that with the broad portfolio that we have, engineers want to be able to program and connect to network devices, be better to do it in one open platform. So in 2010, we developed TIA, Totally Integrated Automation Portal, which is a complete engineering software suite that includes your Somatic Step 7 and Step 7 Classic. It also has some of your WinCC and WinCC Unified. It also can go up into our Somatic IT, into the enterprise system. 
And it also connects all of our field devices like process instrumentation and drives and motors. So it's very open platform, very secure platform. And, uh, you know, we have ladder logic in it, function block drop, has preloaded libraries. So those who use it and who have used previous versions of Siemens S5 or Step 7 really love it. And those who have only experienced the older version, uh, they're very excited to come and get a look at it. Or hopefully Elatech can help us find some of those and get others into the innovations that are TIA portal. Well, certainly, um, you know, we're there, we've got big plans for our training center and Elotech University yes. and, and then through this podcast and things of that nature to, to kind of get the word out. And I think you hit the nail on the head. I think, I think most of the people that I spoke with, cause I went back and spoke with them again now, mm-hmm. right. And, uh, and, and said, you know, just give it to me. I'm not going to, I'm not trying to sell you. I'm just really, I want to understand. And what we found was most of them have had experience from the early days of development. And, and let's face it when, you know, you know, the very first Tesla probably wasn't very good, <laughs> but today's Tesla is fantastic. And so, um, you know, there's there's always you, you got to get a product in anything, even with our with our product. You have to get it out there. You have to throw it out there. And then you begin refining. You begin listening. You begin hearing feedback. You begin understanding. And, of course, you know, Siemens being very much near their German company, European company. And so the IEC 61131 standard when with the ladder logic uh, or with not just ladder logic, but within PLC programming, uh, the program environment gives you basically multiple tools in your toolbox. Uh, so you can do anything from ladder, function block, uh, structured text. You can do all these different languages and in all in the same program. And that, you know, that's, that's, we've been, companies have been adopting IC 61131 for, for a number of years now. And so I'm quite well versed in it. But then <clears throat> that just covers your PLC. Siemens has got a lot more other stuff. Yeah. And so that's where this TIA totally integrated automation portal allows you to bring it all together. So from a from a training standpoint, from a maintenance standpoint, from a familiarity standpoint, using one suite, and that's S-U-I-T-E, not S-W-E-E-T, <laughs> although it is sweet. It is uh, sweet. Yeah. It is sweet. To be able to hook in, plug into whatever, and say, go find, do a discovery, and it'll find it, whether it's a drive, whether it's a uh, uh, HMI, wh- whatever it's going to be, a PLC, uh, remote I.O., all these different things, this, this system will handle, this software handles a lot of those things. Wow. And so it puts it all together in one place. It's honestly something that I've been asking for from a lot of other vendors, none that we represent now, but uh, a lot of other vendors just across my storied 28 plus year career to try to get it all in one spot because nobody likes to have to go click here and then open up another software and click there and and then, oh, you need this software, you need that. Oh, that it's, oh. just, it's just cumbersome, mm-hmm. especially if you're a maintenance person, a maintenance troubleshooter whose job is to to support all kinds of equipment throughout the plant. And when it's down, everybody's screaming at you to get it up and going because time is money. Mm-hmm. And so if we can get that familiarity together, that's what Siemens has done with the TIA portal. That's you nice. agree with that, Ryan? I agree with that. You know, certainly the onboard diagnostics is very important to those who are doing the maintenance and trying to easily look into the system and find out what can be going wrong and how to swiftly rectify it. Um, when you look at TIA portal as a whole, we felt justified that it was the right thing because we took feedback from the U.S. market when we developed it. And then shortly thereafter, some of our competition who also does engineering software, they created a dashboard to kind of make it, you know, there's their softwares come together and, you know, they really still are independently working, but at least they got a dashboard. But when we saw that, we were like, man, that big open suite, you can drag between programs 
makes it really nice for people to use. And it sounds like the market is telling us that when we listened to them and gave them what they wanted, that now more demand is coming for Siemens. Our market shares are up. We're growing with people like Elatech. And uh, we're just happy that engineers and end users and even major OEMs are opening their innovation ideas in their designs to us and taking a look at Siemens now, especially here in the U.S. Well, when you have a, when you have a good, good breadth of product and you have a, have a good means of connectivity and you've worked, you, you've, you've, you've done your housekeeping as far as cybersecurity and things of that nature, you know, it, those things, those things have to come, uh, you, you know, once the word gets out. And so that's, that's our job is to get the word out about those things. Again, uh, this is not a sales. I'm not selling anybody on anything. This is about it's getting the word out and transfer information to make an impact and that's mm-hmm. and that's what we, we we do here at industrial automation doesn't have to so that said let's let's move on well i was gonna yeah we've talked to, about cybersecurity awareness yeah and the advantages of the siemens tia portal in general what ryan <laughs> in general what does siemens do that outpaces its competition well we talked about the charter of trust and our focus at the product level in designing but we also get feedback from the market on what they want. So if you look at like our networking, just or take our networking products, we're talking about cybersecurity, right? All these are products that are easily programmed and connected within TIA portal. Uh, you got the Sanima Remote Connect, right? What sets us apart there is that that's a remote access solution that allows the customer to own and manage the whole program themselves. So they can integrate it into their own security policies and procedures and really make it their own. And it's the most robust remote connectivity solution in the industrial market. Uh, We also have network management systems, all right, that gets small teams of engineers opportunities to manage and monitor networks of operational technology. Uh, That sets us apart a little bit because many of the practices are IEC 62443 and NIST 800-82 recommended for IoT security. So within this network management system, you are automatically meeting standards from the IEC. Mm -hmm. Uh, Makes it pretty impressive. We also have our scalance devices, which are very economical and zone-level firewalls that can be done at field-level devices within manufacturing plants and on OEM machines. So we try to make this very flexible to the market, making sure that both OEMs and manufacturing end users can use it reliably and securely. Um, And then you look at our rugged comp, right? These are highly reliable layer two, layer three switches used in municipalities and utilities. Um, The highest level of defense also used in our federal government and in our Department of Defense. Uh, We even look at these markets to make sure that when you're really trying to have security at the highest level, whether you're protecting a water treatment plant or a naval intelligence, you've got to make sure that we have the portfolio to deliver it. So we're very excited about Elitech having the availability to take some of these products to the market, and we really feel that they set us apart. Well, so so, and we're and of course the focus here is on today has turned out to be cybersecurity. Appreciate you going into that. That's a very very important thing I think to a lot of our listeners, mm-hmm. and if it's not, it should be. But but Ryan, you kind of walked us through some of the some of the things, the the standards, and and how you all have listened and kind of developed your products. But but let's talk about exactly. What's the hardware that that, that results in? What what kind of things uh, do we? Uh, and you mentioned some of those from the from the remote connect products and the scaleless products and things. Well, I guess you kind of hit them on, probably hit most of them. Yeah, well, here's some of the key things I think we'd like to t- talk about. There, if you got a second, would be th- these devices are all programmable within the portal that we mentioned earlier. Okay, and all can be managed and and com- controlled by the 
S7-1200 or S7-1500 suite of programmable logic controllers, mm-hmm. right? You can either use the controllers as data loggers and transfer devices, or you can use them to manage these networks and control them. So the whole portfolio of products, even though we talked about earlier drives and motions, they all connect very well and are all secure and open within the TI portal platform. So when you look at the actual hardware, and this may be the only time you talk hardware with your customers, Brandon, because I know you're all about solution sets. <laughs> but uh, ultimately, you know, having the ability to uh, network and program the CPUs all the way down to the field level devices of the drives and the motors and securely within the industrial networks is where we feel we have the advantage. And the hardware is all produced with the product design of IEC cybersecurity standards. Yeah, exactly. And so so that's what I wanted you to kind of touch on. So I appreciate you doing that. So so the Siemens has a lot of names for their the rugged calm, the the, the scalance, the things of that nature, as far as what those things really are. And so that that and how they piece together and how they come into play. So S seven twelve hundred, S uh, what did you say? S seven twelve hundred, S seven fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred. Uh, those are the per- control processing yeah. units. We've yeah. got they, you know, everything fits into the system. So we're talking about cybersecurity. But those are included, and that's the difference. There's there's companies out there that you know we talked about the switches, the network switches, the managed switches, things of that nature. That's what most people and remote access. That, that that's where everybody is dropping in, and rightfully so. Awareness, cybersecurity awareness. But then they stop there, and it shouldn't stop there because if I can vector in. Uh, you know, if they're not using those types those types of solutions, and I can vector into OT, I'm still in OT, and everything in OT that is in OT is HMIs, PLCs, drives, motion controllers, all these different things, and and that's that's what I want to get across to everyone listening. It doesn't stop with those network switches. They've encompassed in their cybersecurity awareness. They've encompassed all of the the business units, all of the hardware pieces, right? And so, you know, I said, when did I do that food engineering article where I was telling, I, I told the the editor that in the interview that at the time, I think people have actually published this now. They but, have, but that I didn't want to say how I could do it, mm-hmm. but that I could ransom an OT machine in under, you know, under 10 seconds, mm. you know, once I vectored in and got in there, because all I have to do is get access to the PLC, which 99.9% of the time will not have any credential or cybersecurity settings. I move in there, I set credentials that only I know remotely, and then I stop the processor <laughs> and I log out. Mm. And that's all you have to do because there's 99% of the time there's no credentials. And as most of your your hackers, your ransomware folks, they have not been aware of the OT side of things. Mm-hmm. They're aware of the accounting systems and the ERP systems and all the, the back office systems and things of that nature. Not anymore. Yeah, it's it's become prevalent now in the past, what would you say, about two or three years? Well, two or three years – was it last year that Colonial Pipeline? It was, yeah. Let everybody know this is big business uh, yeah. <laughs> um, when they paid. Now, granted, you know all that got yanked back and all that. So if you're if you're into the ransomware world, you're gonna get caught. It's gonna happen. But if you're in the manufacturing world, you're, you're a, a leg. Sorry, go ahead. 
you're a risk if you, you're in the manufacturing. You're world. a risk, but you're a leg up if you're in if if you're on a Siemens platform because of the Without forced credentials, yeah. not forced, but. Uh, well, because you're required to set the now, if you've gone in and disabled all those, shame on you, shamey, shamey, shame. But uh, or by that same token, remember if you're driving one of the very first models of Tesla, you don't have all of the uh, capability that you do if you go out and buy a brand one today, brand new one today. So if you're still running S5, if you're still running S7, first of all, that's a testament to how 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 the longevity of a product, and many people. Yeah, many people still have those products running, but they won't have the cyber, this this cybersecurity capability necessarily to the level that the new S7 product has. So that's something to be con- you know be considered. So long and short, Ryan, you you've educated us completely on Siemens today. Hope to. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to come in here and talk with you a little bit about it. And certainly, cybersecurity is one area that we feel we have a leg up, and one area we feel. Elitech is an expert in. So we'd like to you know, combine those together with our solutions and your services and see if we can't help go grow our markets. Absolutely. Well, so we've learned everything there is to know about Siemens or have we? Oh. The answer is absolutely not. Siemens is a behemoth company. They've got all kinds of things. We've talked about some great things today. You know, stay tuned. Stick around. We're going to be talking more and more and more about about some of the the exciting products and some of the stuff that I've learned through this last six, seven, eight months of of really delving into Siemens and the products that they have. So today we had Mr. Ryan Wood with us. Ryan, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Good luck. Have a happy Fourth yes. of July. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. <laughs> yeah, and and don't set your yard on fire down there in Alpharetta. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Beth, yes, you have Brandon. a happy 4th of July you as well. Too. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and to everybody listening, thank you very much for checking us out. Industrial Automation doesn't have to. Remember, subscribe, do all those things. But seriously, if we can make an impact with you, if these things are meaning meaningful to you and you're not sure, even if you're not in our region, reach out to us. We want to – We this podcast is here to – disseminate information, to give insights, to just give experiences. We're not consultants in this case, but we can certainly share uh, what we know and what we've learned. And so that's what we're all about. So do as the good book says, love one another and uh, have a great holiday. And we'll talk to you in a few weeks. Thanks for joining us. Hey guys, thanks for checking out today's episode of Industrial Automation. It doesn't have to. I hope you enjoyed it. If so, make sure you give us a rating that's pretty doggone high and do that everywhere you listen, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. Also, don't forget about our website. That's www.elitech.com. That's E-L-L-I-T-E-K.com. If you want to reach out to us there, you can fill out our contact form. We'd appreciate it. Also, you can email us at info at And certainly for those of you that still like to dial the phone, give us a call, 865-409-1555. We'd love to hear from you. 